Welcome to the Dagab Show Season 2, and here we go! Dad Gab, coming back at you for another week. Thanks for hanging out with us. We always truly, really appreciate it. I am one of your people with you this week. Luck, along with French. I am also one of the people with you. French. Yeah. I feel like I get get second billing here. What is going on? (laughs) I'm fired up. I'm sorry. It's been a good day. It's been a good year. Let's do it. Uh... Thanks for hanging with us. Uh, make sure you subscribe to our podcast so you get the latest DadGab every week. And you can do that at our website, dadgabshow.com, or wherever you get podcasts from. After that enthusiastic French introduction for himself there. <laughs> yes. Hey. I, hey. Hey. I, I'm the no, on-air what? talent now. No. Whoa. 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 No, I'm just, Whoa. I'm just kidding. I, I think he's. I think he's trying to take the belt. That's uh, what. A, that's all I've got. That's all I have. <laughs> Don't take it from me. We we should have a no mercy tournament for the. Uh, oh, I know raw underground. You and me. Oh, no. great. Uh, the this show got off the rails hey. a minute already in. How about that? Yeah, awesome. Hey, what, um, what I do. Did, did you also say how great of a year this was on your intro? Like, yeah, you're the I, one. Like, he's the one that's just really feeling good yeah. about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm having a good. I'm having a good 2020 compared to my oh. 2019. Well, everybody's glad that we can make your year. <laughs> and meanwhile, everyone else is having a craptastic <laughs> eight months so far. Hey, it's all you got to just think positive, charge forward. Not saying we're not, but yeah. we can also be realistic about things too. Oh, you're alive. Yes. Uh, All right. Uh, whew, I'm a little, I'm, I'm kind of uh, discombobulated right now. Uh, I just got done working out a little while ago. And you uh, I, I'm doing, still doing my uh, seven minute app, whole body thing. Um, you know what? I'm going to get off on a little tangent here. Uh, so you know how we, uh, I don't know, it was a month ago or so, we were maybe six weeks, we were talking about weight and, you know, trying to get a certain weight. And at some point, it, it just, the numbers were not uh, corroborating what I was doing. They were not, co- like, I was eating right and I was working out, you know, five, six times a week and yada, yada, yada. And um, I just stopped getting on the scale. I'm just like, I've continued to work out. I've continued to eat right for the most part, probably consume, consume more bet more calories from what I drink than whatever. But, um, I just, I was getting frustrated to the point that I was just like, no, I'm just not going to step on the scale anymore. I mean, I physically feel better. My clothes fit better and the mirror, I can see, you know, some differences and things like that. So I'm just like, I'm I'm not going to step on the scale anymore. I'm just not going to do it. I'm just, uh, it makes me better. It doesn't frustrate me. So, but I've continued to, can you know, work out, you know, I'm probably five times this week on average for the vast three months. Nice. nice. So that's where I, I'm at. Good for I, you. I, I actually stepped on the scale before the show just to see. And about two months ago, I was ridiculous. Now I'm down to 212, which is give or take like 30 pounds. So, okay. Oh boy. 
Maybe, maybe. Th- I mean, walking all the time, and I've sort of done the fasting, not because I want to, but my job right now requires to be quick. The sooner you're done, the sooner you get home. So I don't eat on the job. I don't eat until I get home. Maybe go. that maybe that fasting is helping because that's like thirty pounds since I started this job. Dude, I'm telling you, the I at first it sounds crazy. If you don't do it, the fasting works. Um, I feel better after I do the fasting right now. Cause I'm not in school. It's much harder. Like I want to have breakfast breakfast yeah. just cause I'm at home. I want some scrambled eggs and cheese mm. and some breakfast. sort of, some sort of pig product, whether it's sausage <laughs> or, or bacon. Breakfast like, is amazing. Um, so is lunch and dinner, but it's, and it's hard. Part. It's hard, but I, I've got, you know, it, it works though. It works. Yeah, I was really surprised. I'm like, I, I started noticing I need a new belt because my pants are starting to slip. Like, I need a tighter belt. Like, um, this is not cool. One of these days, my pants are going to fall down in the middle of some, somebody's yard. And it's like, nah, let's get a new belt. <laughs> that's like, I mean, that's a good problem to have. I'm confused. Also, uh, my just my little, my little. My retort is, I like eating. No, thank you. So, yeah. <laughs> no, it's working for you I, guys. Yeah. Uh, no, thank you. I, I, I love eating, but maybe that's the problem. Yeah. Food, food's, amazing. <laughs> food's fantastic. Are, are you still doing? Are you still running, Mike? Yep, I run. Uh, I run two days a week, and I do the DDP two days a week, and then somewhere in there, usually I, I mow at least a day during the week as well, which is. Um, and there's generally only like one, like fully, like I don't do anything day during the week. So yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm a full on, there has to be rest person because, um, I'll, when I work out, I'll usually go three days in a row max. And then I need a day just for my muscles to recuperate or, you know, whatever I am full on rest equals recovery, which equals a better outcome long-term. I, I don't disagree. Uh, I think sometimes I I ignore that and knowingly based on the fact that being physical helps my mental and there are just given the circumstances of the world and, you know, sometimes just working from home where I don't move much. Like sometimes it's like, well, I should probably rest today, but I think brain wise i'll feel better if i go do something so sure uh, sure it's the trick i think that's where some of my mood comes in i'm outside all day now instead of inside working so i mean i hate to be overly positive well yeah i mean everybody's (laughs) seemingly having a crap time but again working outside all day you know it's great you should try you should try it it sounds terrible do 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 we have beverages, gentlemen? We do. I do. I guess I what can't do speak for you. What do you got? What do you got? What do you got? I think I had it on the show here once, but it was cleaning out the fridge and it was staring at me. And it's it's good, but it's not going to change your life. It's B forty three from uh, I don't know, Old Nation. It's fine. It's a it's a like a brute IPA, which is all right. It's fine. It's fine. It's seven percent, so it it fits in my. Yeah, a, I think it's a, a meant brute? to be. What like, is a brute? 
I think it's meant to be dry, like a almost like a champagne-ish dry. Oh, I got you. I got style you. of IPA. They're not my favorite, which is probably why it's been sitting in the fridge. And I thought, now nah, seems like a good time to get rid of that. Yeah. All right, all right, French. What do you got? Ah, uh, water and a polar pop because again, <laughs> I'm not the drinker anymore. That's fine. Well, I, again, I well, again, but, last time but, I drank was the Stanley Cup Finals. You know, but however but, many moons what's ago. What's in the polar pop though? Like, uh, just Coke, I believe. I don't remember what I got. Do you ever, do you ever mix the flavors? Because I like mixing. I'm a mix. Oh my god! Like before last week's show, when I went to the gas station, you had a kid. He hit like six different sodas down that line. Like. I, I don't like, do I don't go like that. I don't know. Oh, like he had the gochi berry blast thing from Mountain Dew and then like oh we'll get some of that power aid too. I'm like, you're a madman. Madman. I respect that. <laughs> the lady uh the lady in front of me today, she was getting a Mountain Dew polar pop. She had like the um big bottles behind two big bottles of Mountain Dew behind her. She tells the little kid to go get a, like a 12 pack and a two liter. Like how much Mountain Dew does one person need? I mean, I'm sure the kids are getting some of it, but that's a lot of Mountain Dew. Hey, what happened to positivity? Right. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I am positive. She is going to be jacked up tonight. <laughs> She's going to come at you like a spider monkey. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, all right. Like I like. All hey, right. I'm all for enjoying a Mountain Dew, but that was that seems a little excessive. I uh, I made a special trip today down to the riverfront and uh, to the Rodell Brewery. And, <laughs> uh, Mike's face I, right now. I uh, got. It's called a Euro Trash Red, is what it's yep. called. Yep. And, it. uh, Good stuff. That's that's what I got. I also picked up another one. I I bought another growler while I was down there, and it's uh, it was called like Summer Sun Blonde, or something like that. Uh, I haven't tried it yet. It's in the fridge though. All right. So there you have it. Euro Trash just makes me think of Bratislava. Mm. So, for some reason, we have become uh, farmer's market people over the past month. And we've gone to the farmer's market every Saturday yeah. morning. Yeah, yeah, I kind of like it. What do you get? Uh, like, are you just a sweets person or are you getting... We A little bit of both. Um, depends on the week. Uh, like, last week, we picked up a cinnamon roll and some cookies along with... Um, we usually have been getting... Uh, sweet corn while we're down there and um, peppers or, uh, uh, you know, potatoes, things like that. Um, today we got some broccoli, some carrots on top of that. Um, and then they, we also we also got hooked up with uh, there's a local meat per, uh, company down there. Mm, so okay. like yep. last two weeks, two out of the last two, three weeks, we uh, – Got a meat bundle too while we're down there, which could they sponsor like, us? Probably not. I, I would I would hawk <laughs> I would hawk meat for money. I don't even understand that. 
Right. I, don't, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not I sure so, the response like, like that was just a nice slow pitch right across the middle of the plate. And I mean, I don't even know. There's so many things I could do with that, that I'm just going <laughs> to let that one slide. That's where I'm going been using the pellet cooker or, or but but anyway uh we were down there and i was like oh i wonder what time rodell opens because we were down there later this morning and we we it was like 11 and they weren't open yet so they didn't open till one so hmm. i was like i had a hankering for it then so i'm like you know what we went home and then i went back down when they opened and uh got a few beverages nice That's rodell take that glenn doesn't open till one. What are morning alcoholics supposed to do? There is, um, so there's a bar lounge type place, um, that is open at the farmer's market and, but they, then they serve, you know, brunches type stuff. So, you know, nice. uh, mimosas or, uh, <laughs> things like that. I love brunch Scr- screwdrivers, things it's like just that. The best. Second brunch breakfast. Right. It's like it's like you're anti- like you're you're expected to like choose poorly. Like, oh, you want the worst thing on the menu for you? Yeah, it's brunch. Go ahead. Like, you want some alcohol with that? Yeah, you do. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Makes me happy. Very nice. Very nice. Um I have no idea what you guys have coming on the show today. So it's going to be fantastic. All right. That's that's how we're going to play today. I've already come up with one idea for a while, and it wasn't even mine. It was my wife's, but I'm going to take credit for it, which was the the Glenn thing two weeks ago. I'm, I'm not expected to come up with anything for a while now. On-air talent. Mm. Hey, welcome back. It's Mike, uninterrupted. And uh, apparently, Luck has a rant. Do I know what it's about? No. So I'll react in real time, just like you people. Take it away. Look, okay, I I had to go. This is kind of an offshoot of your rant that you did many months ago about the Walmart online shoppers, right? Yes. Okay. But this one's not about employees. It's about other shoppers, okay? So I had to go to the grocery store this afternoon. I needed four items. Okay. Four items. I went to Aldi, four items in and out, try to get there as quick as possible. So I go in and if you walk in, they, I needed hamburger buns. Okay. So I'm trying to get to the hamburger buns, except there's this old lady in front of the ham in front of the whole bread aisle that's got her cart perpendicular to the bread. So you can't walk one way or the other because she's perpendicular and she's talking to the employee and she's saying, Hey, do you guys have any lobster tails? And the employee's like, no, we don't have. <laughs> and then I'm trying to be nice. And I'm just, you know how you're kind of sitting there just trying to be nice. I don't want to interrupt. I don't want to, you know, invade space. And then she, without moving her cart, staying right there, perpendicular to the bread makes a phone call to somebody and says, Hey, they don't have any lobster tails here. And then starts rambling off other things and asking the employee, 
but who I forgot to mention was stocking shelves at that time. So the employees <laughs> moving around too. And sure. eventually I just had to like kind of weave and duck and dodge my way to get to the hamburger buns while I'm, I'm just like, I want to get out of here already. So then I get my four items and I'm going up to, you know, they don't have every register open. That's a whole nother deal. They had three open. They, and there was lines from there, which is fine. I don't know. We'd line. I, I, I can be patient. And I'm number two in my line. And all of a sudden from across the store, I hear this lady, sir, sir, sir. And I mean, we're talking 30, 40 feet away. And she's motioning me to cut in front of her very nicely in the line because I only had four items. Well, that's nice. Meanwhile, she has three people behind her that Ooh. obviously were not very happy about this. And I'm like, no, just go. You're good. Just She's like, no, come on. Come on. And I'm like, no, just go. I'm good. Just go. I wanted to get out of the grocery store. I had four items. Okay. Four. And it was very frustrating to me. And that's my rant for today. All right. <laughs> do, do I mean, you, do you feel better? A little bit, a little bit. I got that out. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's all we need. <laughs> like, I, look, I get why people want to do the order online and have it delivered and do all that stuff or pick it up. Like curbside. I get it. I understand. But those people, now you got me maddened again. Like, <laughs> those people are the reason that the employees do what you just got mad at that person for. The employees, the ones who should know better, who are being paid to be there, who are just like, nah, I'm just going to stand right in the middle. I'm not moving for you. Dude, you work here. Get out of my way, man. Like, And you people who order online, you're the reason that happens. You were pointing at me, and I don't order online. I'm pointing at anybody. Okay. I, f I feel attacked, and I don't even order online. That's my angry, indignant finger <laughs> right there. I, I, we, I order online from some stores. Not all stores. But I also don't shop where you shop. We've had that discussion already, too. So That's right. Like, Yeah, it's fair. It's understood. Um, and to be fair, I haven't gone to the grocery store in quite some time. It just happened to be the wife's duty because... Again, I think early on there was concern that maybe I had been exposed. I wasn't because whatever. It was a six degrees of Kevin Bacon thing. But Oh, my God. So, right. It was like she goes. And yeah. so I don't know that I would have made it through these five months if I would have also had to go to the grocery store. Like I, I the, like the, the, the wife had to get tested and had to stay home from work for like four days. And yeah, it's like six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Like there is no possible way that you're going to contract trace it all the way back there. And she didn't have it, but it's like, this is a stretch and she's got to take sick time for these four days. Well, it was it, better I, safe than sorry, I guess, but well, it was kind of irksome. It the overall lack of manners, I suppose, while shopping is what irks me probably more than anything. Because I yeah. probably I'm probably almost too respectful of others in terms of like even before all this of like trying to not be in other people's way and and yada yada yada. But um, keep it up, keep it up, though. I so. I am not. I have been known to have what I have dubbed the Walmart face. 
Like, I, I think I've, I've seen talked him, about this before. I've seen but, him punch like, a guy at Walmart. No, you haven't, but I probably come close. But like when I like when I walk around Walmart, it's uh all business like because I believe there are two types of people in this world. There are those that when a car, when a shopping cart is coming at you, there are those who put off a vibe that says, I will move for you. And I think I naturally have that. And then they put then there are certain people that put off a vibe that say, You better move because I'm not getting out of your way. So I try very hard to project that angry energy when I'm at Walmart, like stay out of my way. I'm not moving for you. I have a plan. Get out. Like, don't, don't be doing like I've, we've run into friends that like, I, it takes like a second for my face filter to change. And they're like, God, you look mad. I'm like, yeah, it's my Walmart face. Like I just, I walk through here with that face in hopes that people will get out of my way it's it's like putting on a game face like yes it's like an nfl player you got there <laughs> except it's be, my walmart face yeah that's probably because you're at walmart just saying oh absolutely i'm not i'm not disputing that right like, <laughs> um so i like grocery shopping because i do most of the cooking so i like i'm trying to find the ingredients or meat or whatever and so I'm I'll meander. I have no I know I'll meander, but I'm I'm there are certain times where I just want to get in and out and I know exactly what I want to get. But I'm always way more respectful in terms of space and whatever than than I would say the the average person. But there I'm just, when when people take it to the extreme other side, it, it really it it uh, irks me, as it does everybody else. I mean, I'm not alone in that. So um I uh I made uh so when I was meandering the store the other day, they I saw they had uh, kebabs on clearance. I'm always made. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm always. A, did I'm they always, have lobster tail? This this was a different store. Yeah. Did they have lobster tail? Tell that I, lady I, to go. No, no, no. I was not talking to that lady because she also yeah, gets me the big guy too. Like I was in her bit. Like no, get out of the way. Um, but. So I made, I never really had cooked kebabs before and I put them on the pellet grill and, uh, for lunch and, uh, they were mm, delicious. You fire uh, up the pellet, the pellet grill for lunch. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah why not? I'm, I'm sitting out there. I, I if, mean, I, sometimes I, if I had one, I would probably do it right now. It's true. Sometimes I do fire up the George Foreman for lunch as well. So, I, yeah. you know, I guess, I, I guess I would we be, all have our grills. I would yeah, fire exactly, it up right exactly. here next to the desk in the bedroom. You know, while I was at Aldi, I thought of you because they had, you know, their uh, their Aldi fine section. I don't know if you go to Aldi ever, but if you go I, to do. Aldi, I do. They have, uh, Rarely. Um, they have, you know, oh, their weekly fines or that change. Sure, every week. Yeah. One of them this week was a George Foreman grill. And I was like, nice. there you go. Mike, Mike would appreciate that. They had the uh, George Foreman there today. Yeah. So, um, I have no beef with uh, Aldi. I actually like Aldi. Just the fact that at Walmart we get, I don't want to make more than one stop. I know that you do. You're fine with all that. I think part of it for me is one, I just don't like being out in the grocery store world. But also I think when the kid was born and we, once we started kind of going as a, as a, uh, a three man team kind of thing. Three man like, band. Right. Like there's only so much time for the kid before she the she turns into a pumpkin, you know, and then she's mad about the world. And so like, it's always kind of been like, gotta get moving. We're at the grocery store. Let's go. Because at some point 
she's going to turn and uh, that, then I'm just going to be like, let's get out of here. It's like, um, it's like disarming a bomb. Like that's why you have the game face <laughs> on. Like you've got to cut the wires. And make right, sure like I'm not blaming it all on my daughter. Don't be, don't look, look uh, that mistake. Okay. I also am a jerk, but that is a reason for it. Um, but yeah, so right. Like going to a second store is just out of the question for us. It's like, we go to the one where we can get the most of everything that we need. And then we get out. If you want to see a show, you should see f- the five of us go grocery shopping at once. <laughs> um, it takes a little while. All right. First I'm of bad. all, we're a two cart family now when we all go. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Yeah. And uh, it's it's a lot of why did you grab where'd this come from? What put that back? It's it's just it's it's just a constant flow of all that now obviously that hasn't happened in a while but when it was going on and we try to mitigate that as much as possible so usually it's me and the oldest one going if so if the it's what we try to work out because she's pretty helpful she's old enough but yeah that was a show when we would when there would be five of us going i think we've i think we've discussed this before but how many cereals in the household with five people uh, the, we I've always have no less than five or six. Yeah, I thought we, I think we've talked about this, but hey, hey, that's not that's not five or six boxes. That's five or six varieties. Yeah, yeah. That, that could be multiple boxes per variety too. Like, I'm a weirdo who doesn't really eat cereal. Um, so I already developed... halfway there to the fasting. You don't eat cereal. <laughs> uh, Nice there point. are other breakfast foods, you know. Like, it's not like if you don't eat cereal, you can't have breakfast. Like, no, there are other things I can. So uh, I, I have, I have found myself in this weird place that I like the thought of cereal. Like, I love Captain Crunch, right? Or I yeah. uh, love Lucky Charms, like, the, or you know, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I will buy them thinking that I'm going to eat them, but then I don't. I, I like the thought of eating the cereal, but then I actually don't follow through with eating the cereal, which doesn't matter in my house because it gets eaten anyway. But sure. that's that's kind of where I said every now and then I will have a bowl of cereal, but I don't want to just have a bowl of cereal either. It's going to be I take the milk and the cereal with me and sit down. <laughs> all right. And then so after I eat the initial bowl, they got to refill it, and I don't want to walk back, of course. No, so of I've, course. Got, I've got the milk and the cereal right next to me, just a refill right there. Sometimes there's three to four bowls eaten in a sitting. I'm just saying. Oh. Oh. And then I feel exactly like you look right now. Just oh. <laughs> uh, Oddly, I have tried, and because my daughter eats cereal, like so we have some. Um, and I've tried to find the magic formula, and I don't think there one, there's one that exists because – it doesn't matter how much I put in the bowl. I put a lot. I put a little. I put a medium. She's never going to eat it all. She like she's a big like she's like a she's like a big Fruit Loops person. There's going to be seven Fruit Loops left in that bowl. It doesn't matter how much I put in there. Like and I try like I vary it. I'm like oh this is less. Maybe we'll see. It. No, she's just not going to eat it all, and I don't understand. My kids are on the Fruit Loops path too. Right. We uh we are heavy on. Well, Captain Crunch does not last. I specifically bought two boxes of Captain Crunch last time, and I told my wife, this box is mine. Knowing, <laughs> knowing that 
I, I, I know where I'm at in my thought. I'm not just going to eat it right away. Like I'm, it's going to have to be a certain time. And the oldest one still got it and ate the entire box. <laughs> um, a lot of, lot of cinnamon toast crunch um, and lucky charms. Those are probably the three um, main what? ones that are, we, we get to. What type of Captain Crunch? Just regular? Or? Just, just regular old Captain Crunch. Yeah. Take that, those of you who claim it cuts the roof of your mouth. I'm aware that it does. It's worth it. It's marvelous. If I'm going to eat cereal, that's my go-to. Yeah, I want the, I want that endorphins that really like, kick in while I'm <laughs> eating the cereal. It's if like it, eating spicy food. <laughs> it, it makes it better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's fantastic. And we're back. And uh, I hope you've been enjoying the soothing sounds of uh, Pale Blue Sky for our, uh, for our uh, loops that we've been playing. I uh, just, it like, it, I can't, I can't fully explain to you the complex array of emotions that that, that provides. Like, it's a little like, obviously there's the nostalgia that just like warms my soul, but there's also a little bit of like, I don't know if embarrassment is the right word, but like your cheeks get a little like red. Like it's just a whole, like every time I hear it, like I just, I'm like, hmm, 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 I yeah, I just make a lot of weird sounds like that. It's very strange. <laughs> Have you uh, discussed that we, from your former bandmates that, uh, that I, sent, <laughs> I sent a, you know what? Those jerks. I sent a group text to all of them and only one of them responded. I even included Poon. Like, cause I feel like he was our auxiliary, uh, percussionist and, uh, only one of them even responded. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> so you're, you're telling me the second album is going to take some time. Uh, I'll tell you, I, I don't know that obviously I can't continue in the spirit of Pale Blue Sky. I think it was those guys. Um, but I have at least in demo form, including guitars, bass and drums. Thanks, Filthy. Um, about eight to ten, maybe close to twelve, that are all good to go. Maybe, like, maybe like, you could do the Brandon Yuri thing, like Panic at the Disco's one guy now. Like maybe you yeah, could do it all. You could do it all. I don't. I don't want to be. I don't want to do that. Like I don't want to be Axl Rose as Guns and Roses. Like I don't want that. Like I don't want that. Like My at crazy. some point, I would like to like combine all of that music into an album that no one will ever listen to, and air quotes release it under any kind of different name but uh right someday maybe and that makes it super rare which makes it valuable are we are so are you saying you're you're gonna put out you've got an album to for people to listen to is that what you're telling us right now uh yeah i mean i do i i would say that there is a uh no vocals uh yeah and so there's a reason for that because i wrote i don't this was not at all what this subject what this segment was going to be about i wrote most of the lyrics and or quasi melodies but as it turns out i'm not much of a singer which is what? why i play which is why i play guitar and so the idea was that i have these songs that like i kind of i fleshed out guitar wise 
and I sent them to our old bass player who also has an electronic drum set. He puts bass and drums to them and has them in like full like musical arrangement kind of, hey, here's what a song idea would be. And I've sent these to several people that said like, hey, I don't want to try and write something lyrically that means something to you. Why don't you write something that means something lyrically to you and then put some, you know, put some vocals to it. And I've gotten several. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. And not much back. So what what kind of what kind of time progression are we on this? Oh, God. Some of this is old. Some of this is old as can be. Um, So, right. Some of these like parts of songs have existed as far back as Pale Blue Sky. Some of them are things that have come recently that I've some of them are things at one point and then I've tinkered and, you know, switched up some of the parts and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, it's. Could the wife do the vocals? (laughs) You know, part of me just hopes that someday my daughter will. Um, Oh, there you go. Like like legitimately, like, you know, because she's she's four and she loves, you know, she sings like like there's nobody listening and, you know, dances. And that's one of the depending on the day, what you ask her, Mm -hmm. one of the things that she would like to be is be a singer or a performer, you know, because kids have that naturally before they start to develop insecurities and yeah. you know all that that kind of stuff so yeah right like part of me just hopes that someday he's like hey do you like any of this you know maybe uh maybe you could do something with that but you know that's probably a bit down the road unless i want yeah. her to you know sing about her friends from school and silly goose uh, peanut silly butter goose. and jelly i don't know I'm like oh silly goose <laughs> 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 ah, i can't believe you silly goose mm, how about that nice. that's uh yeah Good for you. you uh, appreciate you, you listening. You, you you could make the whole album named Silly Goose and have a concept. <laughs> <laughs> a concept right? A concept album. That's great. Nice. Oh, nice. that's wonderful. Hmm. We so you know yeah. we we have not brought it up. Uh I want your take on the uh Chris Cornell cover of Patience. Who? Um it's impossible to like impartially judge it because I feel like you you hear it from the lens that he is now deceased right that he was going through whatever he was going through you know what I mean like yeah and I don't know yeah. when it was recorded and I guess I don't really care because it doesn't matter it was released after death so you you hear it through that lens so to speak um I really like it like I don't know that I'll ever intentionally listen to it again like I listened to it it was deep it's it, it hit me in the feels even as a, not a huge Chris Cornell guy. And I don't, not that it was bad, but like, I wasn't like a diehard Cornell guy, you know? And I was like, wow, like I, I feel like he did it justice. I'm on board. I'll probably never want to listen to this again. I was not, I, I liked it the first time I heard it. And then I've heard it more and I've become more disillusioned with it. I say, I think, um, I don't know. I don't. I don't have a, a good reason why. Um, Probably should have stopped at one, like I did. C- perhaps, but they played on the radio up here. So all right, yeah. Uh, you and I don't listen to much radio, so that's probably why I don't hear it. Uh, I have not heard it a single time. So I recommend one listen. One um, listen. I, th- I think somebody was. I thought somebody posted it on Dad Gab. Did Luke do it? Luke, I think. 
That was before we started the group chat. I think we right. put it out there. Oh, maybe that's where it is, right? But uh, yeah, it's it's floating around out there. So give it one go, like let it kind of soak, and then probably be done with it. Is my yeah, it's like the know. Johnny Cash version of Hurt. Like, cool, this is great. That's I don't a, really want to listen to it ever again. It's not depressing. That, <laughs> yes, I feel like that is a great that is a great like uh parallel there like yeah right like it's a fantastic version of that song it feels like that's how it was meant to be which i think is a, a truly like you know about as good of a compliment as you can give to a cover but right like i don't want to hear it. like you know what i uh, i equate that song man this segment's way off whatever it was meant to be yeah um, doesn't matter doesn't matter uh, yeah i equate uh i equate that song to eddie guerrero because i think wwe did a tribute video to him with that song and like, I wasn't even a huge Eddie guy. Like I didn't dislike Eddie, but I know like there were like legions of like diehard Eddie Guerrero fans. But I remember watching that and just being so like, just, you know, he had kids and he was, he finally turned his life around and all that stuff. And I was like, oh God, oh, like just punch in the gut. And so like that song equals Eddie Guerrero to me. I gotcha. All right. Okay. Did you listen to the uh, seven dust cover? That I sent you. No. No, you did not. No, because I don't even remember that happening. I'm not saying you didn't. I'm sure that you did. <laughs> There's evidence that you did. I can go back through my phone. I probably said, yeah, I'll get right on that. And then, and then you I don't didn't. know. You and then a it. butterfly or something like flew past my brain. I went, huh, what's that? And then I was oh, gone. Squirrel. squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> Jinx. <sighs> you should uh, check it out. It's good. Uh, by the way, a uh, new 7S album coming out uh, October 23rd. I'm just saying. Just throwing it out there just for everybody to know. Yeah, October it's a, 23rd. It's a great Realistic, year. Re- <laughs> Realistically, Rodell and 7Dust should sponsor us because I think <laughs> they, they get brought up more than anything else. It's like Rodell, our kids, 7Dust. It's like the list. <laughs> like that's the list of like things that get brought it will, up. It will cost you $4. Four dollars, four dollars. Yeah. I bet you seven does. If you look, they know you, man. I bet it'd be like, hey, will you give us four bucks? Like, they, yeah. uh, All right. Fine. So, so they actually recorded this thing. Uh, it was ready to go from what I have seen last fall, like last August. They recorded it, and wow. um, so they were mixing it, and like basically, it was ready to go. And then they were waiting, like it was ready to go in December. You know how they were planning their time, like they were going to release it. I said they were supposed to release it in late March and then go on a touring schedule. Is. Yep. And uh, because uh, they don't make any money off the albums anymore, they only make money off the touring. Um, they delayed it and delayed it and delayed it. And then so eventually they're going to release it, but it'll be basically almost a year after they originally recorded it which i'm sure is uh a very common tale nowadays with the music industry yeah, not just music it's happening in the movies too yeah you know? like yeah right like yeah it's just a strange thing and you know my stance on the fact that nobody pays for music in a way that's actually relevant so I that i don't know if you've seen it or not um because you probably you're not a are you an android guy i am or, all right um so Google music, Google play music is going away. They're getting rid of it. And so they're going straight to what they're calling YouTube music. 
but with YouTube music, you can't even buy like individual albums or songs. It's just all streaming. So yeah. you don't even have the ability to purchase tracks or albums. Does the, does the music stop if your phone goes, uh, screen goes locked? <laughs> I have no that, idea. That, right. Um, it's interesting. I, I would post it, but there's some bad language in there. It's uh, the guitar player from 12 Bit Ninja explaining how um, Spotify does it on like a pro rata versus like, so it doesn't matter like what you listen to when you stream. Like, I mean, it does to an extent, but it's like a roundabout way. And like, like you think like, Hey, I listen to the bands. I like only like my money's going there. And like, that's not how it works. Mm -mm. Like, it's just such a, it's just such a cluster. And as obviously somebody who would one day have hoped to make, a living of some sort in music like it just sucks it sucks and like it just it makes me so mad that that's how it's gone like because it's just hard it's just harder on a human being to have to travel all the time and i get it as a musician you sign up for that stuff you got a tour it's what you do but it's becoming disproportionately more like that is the only way that you make money it's, hard, it's hard enough right it's real hard and it, it gets harder still it just look, it look makes, how makes, look how many like, number uh, one hit wonders there are, and that's amazing just to get to that. Yeah, but you used to be able to like live off of that, like yeah. if you were the right, you know, yeah. Dexies, yeah. Midnight Riders or whatever they are, you know. And uh, like Finger Eleven has talked about that at length, how like they should have done it twice with one thing and Paralyzer, and like, but because of the state of the music industry, it was like, hey. We got we they got some money out of it, but not. Yeah. Did they make any money off of Kane's theme? Like, <laughs> man, I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> but you know, it's just it's just a weird thing how that all. They should works. play. They should play at all of his political rallies. I don't know if he has any as mayor of uh, Knox I mean, County. They got, a, they got across the border. They're all up in Canada. Eh? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, just to get to Tennessee, like here. Is it Tennessee? Yeah, yeah, Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, He's, yeah not Decatur, Illinois. I got it. I got it. Yeah, I like it. I hope anybody uh, else did too. Uh, you'll well, you'll be happy to know I did pre-order their actual Seven Dust pre their actual album. So I'm getting the actual CD that's coming to me with uh, more autographs. So good for you. Uh, I I, don't I, I recent. Go ahead. Oh, I, I don't even think I have anything that plays CDs anymore. This laptop doesn't have a optical drive. Well, okay. Uh, you right. can, you can buy, you can buy a USB CD, right? Like reader yeah. and or writer for 15 to $20 because nice. I've done it. Yeah. I have two I, of them. Yeah. Right. Right. I guess I, I, yeah. I guess I can throw it in the PlayStation, but who, who wants to do that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of CDs, I righted one of my wrongs. So, um, back in the day, uh, the Poonster and I used to, uh, oftentimes we would like split an album. Like we would like, all right, we're going to go buy the CD. It's 12 bucks. I'll give you six or I'll give you seven if it's four, you know, whatever. And then he had a CD burner before that was, a, you know, before everybody had one. And then now nobody has one, but, uh, and then like he would make a copy and I would get a copy of it. And so like, I, I half paid for things and like, eh, but one of the ones that I have a burnt copy of is Stone Temple Ty Stone Temple Pilots Purple, which is one of my favorite CDs. Like I love that CD. And uh, maybe a year or two ago, they put out like a 25th anniversary version. 
um, which I just bought recently for like $25. So I feel like I, my, my debt has been paid. STP, you here you go. Like, Have you gotten into the vinyl stuff since that's like so huge right now? And you'd think I would as a music nerd and as somebody who wants to reward bands. No, because I don't have anything to play it on. And I haven't gone out to buy one. There's I've not really a USB. <laughs> there is. Oh, you can buy those. Like the USB really? turntables. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, I'm just, oh, that's interesting. Uh, I, uh, do you, so do you have interest in doing that or is it just one of those things that you think would be a good idea, but you probably never do? Probably never do mostly because I feel like I have to restart my collection. You know, like I have, you can't so just many, two. right. Like I have, you know, so many CDs that I have still like actively available to me to like, I can go reach and get like, eh, there's that one. I wanted that one. Yeah. And like I can't imagine them being like, well, gonna start over. Like, like no. Yeah, here's my here's my shelf with two to three vinyls, vinyl records. <laughs> <laughs> One of them is so, the White Album. You know? Do do you use a either of you? Do you use a music service then? Uh, we are on That's Amazon cool. Music. Occasionally, I'll switch to Spotify, uh, but usually I'm on Amazon Music or listening to podcasts. Uh, as you know, I'm a curmudgeon and rarely listen to new music, so I am not. But if I do, like, occasionally I YouTube things and I find, like, like this band, and then if I like them enough, I do buy their music, physically buy their music, and I have done that recently with a few bands. Um, so, yeah, but rarely do I listen to new music because I'm a curmudgeon. Some of, the, some of those bands probably have an alarm going off, like, somebody bought a disc from us? Mike, yeah, I got a, I got a Twitter direct message from one of them because I because I bought like <laughs> yeah, their I would their like, make a handwritten I would make a handwritten note to anybody who bought my CD nowadays, you know? Yeah, yep. So who are the part of, uh, it's the cruel? It's the cruel knives. Um, they are like an offshoot of my brain just went just went. Uh, it's a band that was good and then like broke up and like some of the members kind of like stuck together. Hold on, it's coming to me. And uh, Heaven's Basement. So I played you some of Heaven's Basement stuff, and they're really good. But they're from England, and like I think like two of their guys like left, and they're like, all right, that's fine. And so they continued on, but under this name with a new singer and one of the guitar players, I think. And but anyway, so if you bought their like, they released them as like side one and side two, like six songs each or whatever. If you bought them online. They would autograph them and send them to you. So from across the pond, I got autographed versions of their their CD. So how much was shipping and handling? It was, I mean, way more than it should be, you know. But it's one of those things that, I, as as my moral stance on music is what it is. I was like, I don't care. I'm gonna do it. I'll buy these. Just so. before everything shut down, I sent two Switch games just to Canada. It cost like twenty bucks. Yeah. 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 So. I mean, I, I get it. I'm in the shipping industry now. Like somebody's got to pay me. Oh, you're in the industry. Industry insider. It's like, how much do those switch cases weigh? They're like a gram. Uh, right. <laughs> and I'm paying like right. 20, 22 bucks to send two games to Ontario. Like uh, Mike, I think we got to bring back your uh, new music segment. I I expect when you're back on the show that you have at least one new song for us. Deal. I will find it. 
I will find it. I will make it happen. You should find a band from the Andes. That might be a little harder. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Chris might know more than that. <laughs> <laughs> And we are back for the ever popular, always popular, popular, most popular segment of the show. Odds and ends. (laughs) That's fantastic. And you know, you know, Glenn's just sitting there, just, just quietly stewing as he listens to it. It's like, that's ridiculous. (laughs) Glenn, you're, you're welcome back on the show. Anytime, buddy. Anytime. You're welcome. We will record in the middle of the week if that's good. I, uh, I've got a new beer. All right, got a new beer. I, I finished. I didn't finish all the beer from that I got because it was a growler. Um, so I made tonight though. I may finish all that tonight. That was nice. Is it a growler or a crowler? Is it a sixty-four or thirty-two? I didn't know there was a difference. I'm not gonna lie. Oh so well, listen. The, the way to go if you hold it up, I can see what size you got. Um, it's, it's probably thirty-two. That's it's the way. That's the, right. That's the way to go. Right. It, this is. This is yep. That's a thirty. That's a thirty-two, aka thirty poo. Um, that's the way to go. Like I feel like sixty-four ounces is too much. A for one human being. Period. And like growlers and crowlers, uh, crowlers are the small ones. Um, are you know like I feel like they're only good for a few days. Like they're not meant to yeah. last. Yeah. So that's what, generally we get. We've got. <laughs> we actually have four of those. And uh, <laughs> um, from Rodell, we keep two at the in-laws. And two at home, just in case. <laughs> just in like, case. Just right? in case. Well, I mean, like, there are times that, like, we're driving up, and we're like, we should just stop right on in. And then, like, well, I got to have some. So, like, we just kind of, like, bring them with us. We have a carrying case. It's very nice. Um, so, yes, but 32 is the way to go. Anyway. All right. Do your thing. I'm glad you cleared that up, because I was confused. I had heard the word, the term crowler and growler, and I didn't know the difference. Yeah. So, I've learned something today. So, uh, and I hope our audience has learned something as well. And uh, I so have, too. I'll go one step further. Um, crowlers and howlers, to my knowledge, are the same thing, which are both 32 ounces, but I believe the, some places use different terms. Just a heads up. All right. Fair enough. There we go. Um, I, I am going to switch to a 12 ounce can of a bush latte apple. Okay. <laughs> what? Yes. What? Yes. 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 It's a, it's a bush light apple. Okay. Uh, <laughs> did your dad put you up to this? No, no. Um, uh, Papa Lock, no, is that you? Did you make this happen? Um, he's just gonna take off a mask and it's Papa Lock <laughs> talking this entire time. I have not had this yet, so this is my first taste of it on air and it, on air. And yeah. it is nice, it is yeah. nice, it is, re- it is refreshing. Oh, okay, good, refreshing. Um, it's very appley. There's a, there's a lot of apple so. in there. Um, it's good though. Um, so I don't know if you guys see these on these videos on Facebook. Um, they're you betcha. They're like these uh, guys from Wisconsin. Yeah, the Minotaur. Yeah. Yes. Yes. No, they're funny. Charlie. They are funny, and they're all make fun of Midwest, Northern Midwest people. So uh, yeah, I can. And- we we can all relate to everything that they say. Uh, yeah. Anyway, it's like I catch myself like. Oh God, that that's definitely something we do. 
Um, so he, one of those guys had had a video of trying the Bush, they call it Bush latte. Nice. Um, they kind of, they started the Bush latte thing. Okay. Um, and, uh, Bush light apple. And I saw the video and I fell for the marketing. So I, I bought a case of it. So nice. but it's not bad. You bought not a, bad. you bought a case. That's all I could find. That's all I saw. I didn't, it's Bush light. I mean, like, right. You right. You're going to, you can buy a sixer of Bush light. Like, no, no, you're right. <laughs> you're Here's two dollars. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, keep one of your giant case worth and bring one at some point. I'll I'll try one just for deal. Yeah, deal. Right. All right. Um, this segues into my Richie story that I have. hi Rich. So Rich, uh, he's supposed to be on the show. Hasn't been on the show in months. Ridiculous. That's what I say. Um, to be fair, I, he was he was willing to do it the one week that everybody else. <laughs> You get credit for that, Richie. Um, so I was, and and because I knew I was going to drink this, I was lobbying him today, like, "Come on the show, man! Come on, come on the show!" And he's he was at a bachelor party right now, and um, those are happening I, right now. I I guess he's at. He said, "I'm at the lake at a bachelor party." Okay. So six, um, six feet away from all the girls. Um, <laughs> by, I, not by what, choice. Once again, there's so many jokes there, man. There's so many jokes. Um, so I said, well, that's perfect. You can be our Brian Fantana. You can be our man on the scene and you could do it remotely. Well, he was like, nah, I'm with my in-laws. I can't blah, blah, blah. So I can go on too. He said next week he's supposed to be a captain, captaining a boat for a bachelorette party. Apparently, he said, <laughs> "What? what? <laughs> yes, I'm being serious." So he said he might come on next week while he's captaining this boat for the bachelor party, and I told him he has to do it. So if you know Rich, we all want him to remotely do this next week. Yeah, so we do. Get on him. Yeah, we do. Put some put some peer pressure on him and get him on the show. Right. Week. Look, it doesn't have to be the whole show. Even like, even if you just want to come in for a segment or two, like that's fine. But like, that's what I said. That's what I said. You just come on for a segment, right? Oh like it's, God. it's fine. Richie, come on, come on, come on, man. <laughs> there you have it. There you have it. Oh, fellas. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, um, yeah. I was just thinking about the Mario question. Which I thought was a good one. Yeah. We uh, got some responses. A lot of good good we responses. Did. We did. Super Mario Brothers 2 is not the right answer. I mean, listen. I feel like that is a very divisive topic. Mario 2. <laughs> Apparently, it, yeah. It got a lot of... Uh, hey, I, I, think I was part of that. I was hey, part of it. I'm it's on. not an actual Mario game. Like, it's become sort of canon, which I talked I mean, about I care that, I in mean, my it, upcoming it, blog. Oh, there it is. There he is. Yeah. Shameless hey. self-promotion. Deadgapshow.com. Check it out. And I will, I'll be in the comments trolling. No, yeah. wrong, too high. Uh, this is ridiculous. <laughs> number one, too high. Number no, number 19, too high. Right. <laughs> uh, well, on the Mario 2 thing, I... I was really impressed on the amount of responses we got because I was not sure how well the Mario thing was going to go over, but it went over really well. So as I, as I'm going to talk about in the blog that's coming, maybe, um, spoilers. Yeah. It's just 35 years, 35 years. The guy has been around. We've all grown up on him. Our kids are growing up on him. 
Um, why do you have to go there, man? I just saw the thing today, okay, on Facebook, the the the, the meme that said, "Shh, don't tell someone that 1980 was 40 years ago." <laughs> we don't want to know, okay? okay? Well, he's been around a really long time, and he's about it. Look, he is about as recognizable as Mickey Mouse, but you know, Nintendo doesn't shove him down your throat like Disney spends so much time, so much energy. Like, hey, you know, Mickey Mouse. Here he is, right in your face. Who is this also, mouse guy you speak of? <laughs> yeah, right. So, so clearly Mario is the, the number one like video game character recognized. Like he's the Hulk yeah. Hogan of, yeah. of video game characters. Yeah, correct, correct. Uh, and it's sure not- I've always, I've always been a Luigi guy. I know, Ow. I know, I remember. You were, you're always you, the Luigi. You like, dude. To, you like to be second place. Okay. Oh, oh, if you ain't oh. in first, you in last. I just, oh. I just, I just feel like I feel like he's an under underappreciated. Did we lose uh, French? Uh, there he is. Yeah. Kind of. Uh, <laughs> how do you feel about Toad? You know what? Fine. I'm going to talk over you since you're apparently not here right now. <laughs> Luigi wins. <laughs> I think it really well, because as a kid, I liked the green better than red. I think that's really like that's the that's the extent of it. Mm-hmm. I was like, I like green. Luigi, yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, I can understand that. Also, he's so, much better to use in Mario Two if we're going the Mario Two route. <laughs> How do you feel on Toad? <laughs> like, like in life or in Mario Two? <laughs> <laughs> in general, what do you feel about you know Toad, your homie? Do you like the Toads? I mean, like. I, I have no beef with Toad unless we're playing Mario 2, and then I don't like Toad at all. All right. Fair What's enough. happening? I don't um, So I, I'm going to completely change topics here, okay? So I have had a little bit of downtime this summer, and uh, I've unfortunately, I just find myself scrolling through social media a lot. And a lot of times it's on uh, Facebook and those videos start popping up. Like I was like, Oh, I want to watch this video. Right. I've been watching all of the, reading these stories of, uh, I don't even know who it is, but it's pro wrestling insider. And they have all these old stories from like backstage stories or videos or, and I've, I don't know how many hours of my life I've wasted this summer of just reading these stories or watching these because all the videos are 10 minutes. So, you know, five to 10 minutes. So, yeah, uh, I've I've read a couple. Is there anything in particular that stands out that you remember uh, off the top of your head? No, but they're all pretty fairly interesting in terms of like all because most of it's just the backstage stuff, all the stuff that I I don't really I'm not, I know you have read, read a lot of the wrestling biographies and autobiographies and stuff, but I've never really read most of those. So I don't know a lot of these stories that are of what's happened in the back. So I can't remember which one it was, but there's one the, Terry Funk and another guy just shooting the breeze, uh, just ripping on bulldog, like how he was to them. One of the worst people in the industry. That was interesting. Bret Hart's interview on the whole SummerSlam match with him and Bulldog and how he said he put it together and Bulldog was suspended going into it and yada, yada, yada. Just like 
like as a kid, I, we we never heard any of this stuff. So I still think of Bulldog. I hold Bulldog in high regard. Sort of some of that nostalgia also for Hogan, even though I know apparently as a human being, he might be not a good one. But then they're just sitting there just crapping on Bulldog as like being one of the worst human beings. And it's like, I, I, don't, I don't know that I've heard that. Like, I, I think... I think most of the, the story on Bulldog is that he was lazy. Like, when he wanted to be, he was awesome. Well, what, like, think, and, think about Terry Funk and somebody who's lazy like that in his profession. He probably does not hold an Irish guard. That's probably fair. That's fair. It's, uh, it, I don't know. It's just one of those things I'm like, well, I, I know I'm doing it, and yet I'm still like, reading these stories and watching the videos right. and I'm like, I, mean, I gotta stop. I put my phone down, walk away from the phone and take a deep breath. <sighs> okay. Right. It's just weird. Cause it's all readily available now. Like anything that's happening on wrestling, if you really want, you can start to like dig into it or whatever. But when we were kids, it wasn't. So unless you actively go back and kind of like seek out why, you know, Ultimate Warrior disappeared after SummerSlam oh. yeah, 92. 92, right? Or whatever yeah. it was, you know, like, or how, how did Rick Rude? 91, 91. Yeah. How did Rick Rude be on two shows at once? Right. Exactly. Like until like you, you go back and look for that stuff, like you just don't know what happened. So it is, it is really cool. Um, and I'm a vault for that nerdery. So it's all just kind of <laughs> like stuck what, up there. What happened to Ricky Morton's eye? What happened to Sean's eye? Oh. oh, like, yeah. Uh, it's I've just found myself I'm like, oh, I just need to put the phone down and and just and move on. So I don't. That's just my little tangent. I've spent I've 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 absorbed many many of those stories uh, recently, just because you click one after another and, and just continue down the road. Yeah, and you know, wrestling's going through another one of those. Oh my God, there are some horrible human beings in this industry. And it hasn't cleaned up in all these years, and that's kind of depressing. But I hopefully now, maybe I, the industry can clean up a little bit. I, I mean, you're going to find that in every industry, though, too. Oh, and <laughs> indeed, indeed, indeed. But it's like it's something I watch almost daily. I'm I'm kind of slogging off a little bit on my. Did you, did, you downgrade, did you downgrade from nine shows to eight? I feel, I feel like you watch more than anybody I've ever known. I, I don't think there is that many shows on nowadays. Um, WWE's got like six. No one counts 205 Live. It's another program. <laughs> and I said program. I, I, about all I watch is I'll watch Dynamite maybe the day before it airs again or for the next program airs. Like, crap, I have to catch up. I haven't watched NXT in about a month. I watch Impact. <laughs> yeah, of course you do. <laughs> um, well, you watched WCW at the end. Yeah. Like, like, um, hey, Impact is much better than what they, whatever they pooped out on Raw this week. Yeesh. Hey, um, since you're both on this show, are we? Um, a, uh, a fact that I just learned maybe a week ago was we all saw Randy Orton's on camera debut live. Did we? Yes. In Peoria. At the SmackDown, we went. Was it the SmackDown with uh, yeah. Hogan and H, yeah. H there? 
Yeah. What yeah, a terrible, what a terrible city his, to debut in. Oh, uh, that was his on-camera debut. Is that true? Yeah, I just I just saw it. I just looked it up. Or like it, I, I was looking him up for some reason, and it was like he made his debut. It was April something or other of oh two, and I and I was like, wait, hold on, that could be. And then I look, yeah, it was it was that it was, it was so loud. Day. It was so loud. It was so loud. It was very hope, loud. Yeah, man. My goodness. I'm trying to decide if I like Randy Orton or do I just love RKO videos? I'm not sure. <laughs> it's it's this it's the second one. <laughs> like I love I love watching the RKO. I don't know if I like Randy. I, I don't know. Did you see his actual RKO he did in the pool the other day? Yes, yes. He does Where- <laughs> He hits his wife with the RKO a lot, and I don't know if that says anything about the relationship. Listen, if you got it, do you know that maybe DDP is sitting there hitting diamond cutters on his wife? I don't know. Like, <laughs> is Sean super kicking his lady every once in a while? He just, you just, you just see him stomping in the corner. You're like, Sean, come on, not again. And he's just stomping. Like, ah, get it up, man. Um, be awesome. I really hope that's happening. I really do. Mike, do you yeah. have a question for us? I do, because I just looked it up. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, again, I've discussed this. Some weeks, like it's been in there all week and I'm ready to go. And some weeks, we get to odds and ends and I go, oh no, I don't even have a plan at all. Um, so, my question for you is uh, it's not necessarily what you believe, but what is your favorite conspiracy theory? Like you don't have to necessarily agree with it or believe in it, but it's one that just like, like for instance, I really want to believe that Tupac is not dead. <laughs> like that's, that's, that's high on my list. Like I just, I want to believe that he faked his own death. And like, he's working at the DMV right now. Well, I don't know where he's working, but I, he's probably in an island somewhere just hanging out. But like, that's like, I don't really in my heart believe that I want to, but I don't. But what's your favorite conspiracy theory? There you have it. What's your favorite conspiracy theory? There's many of them out there right now. So, right. right. I like Again, the question. It's not, what you, it's not what you believe in. It's fine. And like, I'm not, I'm not gonna, right. yeah, we don't want to, we don't want to delve into what's out there no. and what you believe yeah. in, but what is your favorite conspiracy theory? Right. If you're a flat earther, like I'm not trying to judge you. You've got your own thing. You believe what you believe. I'm just curious what your favorite conspiracy is. Look, AJ Styles believes it and that's good enough for me. It's better than those scientists. Can they, can they do a four uh, fifty frog splash? No, no, they definitely can't. Can they do 15 pull-ups? I don't think so. All right. (laughs) I don't, that's, that's, that's it right there. (laughs) We uh, appreciate you hanging out with us for the last hour or so. Um, as always check out our website, dadgapshow.com for the latest dad gap content and material. Uh, apparently look for a blog from French soon, perhaps multiple. If, uh, 
if what he says is true. So uh, continue to check that out. Subscribe to this podcast, people. Subscribe to it, and you get the latest DadGab content uh, when it becomes available. And then uh, who knows? Uh, as more sports maybe start playing, maybe we get more content. I don't know. We'll find out. Um, but always, thanks for hanging out with us, and we'll keep the bar still open for you. Have a good one, guys. Thank you. Thanks for listening. This presentation of the DadGab Show has been brought to you by the DadGab Network and its parent company, DadGab Entertainment.